the initial mission is we want to we want to ensure that everyone across the planet has access to high class financial products. Mm-hmm. So at at any given time, we're just trying to like execute on that, which essentially is AKA Google for banking. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Zach Miller. As favorite apps like Uber and DoorDash incorporate new financial services, the spotlight is being increasingly shown on the companies powering this trend towards finance everywhere. Banking as a service firms are turning every company into a bank. Synapse is one of the companies leading this charge. The company has found a way to power open banking so that any developer can use a few lines of its code to offer deposit accounts, issue cards, or offer loans. Synapse's CEO, Sankat Pathak, joins me on the podcast to discuss what he sees as fintech's biggest challenges in launching new products. I ask about his prioritization of new products. What does he decide to build and when? Not many financial services firms publish their product roadmaps publicly. Synapse has, and we discussed that decision too. Synapse's Sanket Pathak is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Before we hop into our show, I'd like to thank our sponsor, MX, for supporting Tearsheet's work. MX is the leading data platform for banks, credit unions, and fintechs, enabling its clients and partners to easily collect, enhance, analyze, present, and act on financial data. My name is Sanket. I'm the CEO of Synapse. Uh, Synapse is essentially uh, a one-stop shop uh, infrastructure company for financial services. What that really means is we make it easy for anyone to build or scale financial products. So if you're an internet company and you really want to be able to launch a checking account, savings account, issue a debit card, process payments, um, originate loans, anything that a bank does, if you want to be able to do that as a product and offer that to your customers, with us, you just literally come to Synapse uh, uh, and you don't have to go anywhere else and we help you uh, essentially deploy that product. So that's what that's what we do. We give people APIs to be able to kind of be uh, consumer facing or business facing uh, uh, financial products in a way. Uh, um, traditionally, the way this is done is you have a wholesale bank like uh, uh, Bancorp banks and about 10, 15 vendors that you integrate with to be able to build a financial product. It takes you about like 12 to 18 months. Uh, with Synapse, it takes you a couple of weeks to get up and running. Um, so yeah, that's essentially kind of like what we're doing. So so building sort of that API um, marketplace was, was is, is a bold move. Like where did the idea come from? Like when, how, why did you decide to focus on building this? Uh, yeah, that, that happened fairly organically. So essentially <laughs> how the company got started was, uh, uh, when I came to America, I couldn't get a bank account. Um, and the reason for that was I didn't have a social security number. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the only way I could get a bank account was walking into a bank branch, uh, um, uh, essentially opening up an account, uh, getting like an advisor letter from my university and all these things. Um, then I just remember in the back of my head thinking, well, maybe I'm new to the country, this problem, it's okay, like over time it's going to get better, but it really didn't. Like I could only use my debit card. I remember my parents sending me money for my birthday once. Um, uh, That that wire was uh, pretty much frozen until I would show up to the bank branch to show them that I'm still in the country. So a bunch of these things happened. And I remember thinking from the back of my mind, uh, maybe someday someone's going to build uh, the Google of uh, banking. Essentially, a financial product that's worked for everybody, uh, not just not just a select few use cases. Um, and then when I was graduating out of 
college, um, I, I incidentally happened to apply for Simple. Simple was uh, this digital neobank, my BBVA owned some. Uh, and at that point, I had a social security number. So I was like, oh, let me just, I don't like the bank I'm with right now. Let me just sign up for Simple and everything would be great. They're digital only. It was just finally Google for banking happening. Um, I tried to apply for them and I couldn't open up a bank account still uh, because in their case, the excuse was my social security is work only, work authorized only. I don't have a credit history. So they couldn't really onboard me. Um, so at that point, I was like, well, this problem is still kind of real. Then let, I thought, let me try to build something, uh, pretty much a, uh, a consumer-facing bank that works extremely well for immigrants as well. Um, right, so that, you could have gone that route, too. right? The, building your own bank, not a well, platform. I, well, I did. Oh, you so, did? Okay. Uh, as I kind of embarked, yeah, I, uh, as we kind of embarked on that journey, uh, uh, I started realizing that uh, a simple wasn't really my enemy. It was actually the wholesale bank that simple was sitting on top of. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't really want to compete with simple. I want to make it easier for companies like simple to exist and have a more inclusive uh, a platform to be built on top of. And I kind of like organically learned that. So then we said, let's pivot. Let's not try to do a consumer facing product, but let's just make it really easy for developers to build and scale financial products that essentially just work for everyone, uh, not just the select use cases. And we just pivoted in that direction, just kind of like started executing on that ever since. 91% of mobile banking users prefer using their app over going to a physical branch. But it's no longer enough just to offer an app. Customers expect, demand a really good experience. That's where MX comes in. Its new mobile app, Helios, helps banks and credit unions stand out in today's world of mobile banking, going beyond simple transactions and account management. Does your mobile app get thousands of five-star reviews? Does it increase your engagement and lead to higher brand loyalty and ROI? Check out Helios by MX at MX, that's the letters M and X, dot com. That's amazing. And, and I guess... Building a platform obviously is, is fraught with different challenges than just launching your own bank. Like, what, what were some of the biggest things that you had to get over, I guess, to start building out this platform? Uh, well, I think one of the biggest challenges was that I didn't come from banking. Uh, uh, so really kind of learning how financial technology works uh, uh, took us a while. So I think for me, it took, I would say, about like two good years of doing Synapse to actually starting to understand how financial services really work, what problems are still bigger problems to solve, uh, and really getting our banking partners comfortable to a point where they were like, okay, well, like Sankit can execute on this, uh, let him kind of give him some space, let him build out this product. Uh, uh, so I think those ended up being like bigger challenges more than anything else, and really understanding those pieces. Then another piece that's just specific to an infrastructure company is, uh, um, um, how do you build a product that uh, serves a larger need? So it's not like very small use case that you go after. You can build out a generic platform and a generic system. Um, uh, and for us, that was how do you build out uh, a modular KYC program so that our different customers had different ways of onboarding people and how could we accommodate that while still being compliant? Uh, ended up being like one of the most interesting things we had to pull off and execute on in like our first two years as a company. Uh, and once you could do that, then everything else kind of like started falling into pieces. 
So given that the, 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 what you just mentioned with KYC, it's not just banking technology, really building sort of all the layers of not just a technology stack, but I guess what, it, what, what a bank needs to do to launch. Is, does, is that sound correct? Yeah, and what a, <laughs> what you need to be able to launch a banking product, uh, uh, it's a lot. So you have to you have to first figure out how to onboard your customers. You have to get identity verification right. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you have to get uh, 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 your basic anti-money laundering, terrorist financing type obligations, running people through sanctions screenings list. Which means once you've identified the individual, you make sure that the the that the individual that you've identified does not belong. Uh, uh, in any of these blacklisted databases. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, after that, uh, uh, you have to you have to be connected to different payment hooks because people are going to expect you to move money, so you have to kind of connect somewhere. Uh, so ACH, card processing, what have you. You have to build out a ledger. Uh, so as people put in dollars in their deposit accounts, you have to build that piece out. Uh, um, then any tertiary products that go on top of that, people say, I want to connect my direct deposit to this account, issue me a debit card, uh, uh, I want to send a check, like whatever these things end up being, you have to accommodate all of that. Mm-hmm. And then behind the scenes, you have to make sure the reporting works extremely well, uh, uh, and all these things happen. You can do uh, 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 unusual activity reporting and things like that. So yeah, it ends up being essentially like a fairly monumental challenge. and something that to us it didn't make sense that people were having to reinvent the wheel again and again as they were building out new financial products for their customers. So for us it made total sense to kind of centralize it at the platform level. Well, it, it sounds so, mon- I use the word monumental. I think that's interesting because it sounds like every product that you've launched, like other companies have, have focused just on that one component and you guys are including all these things together. Y- yeah, I think I'll... I think what people don't really understand, and I think this is probably me like selling our business short, but I'm going to be like super honest. Like a lot of these products are actually incremental. Like they're not really like new, uh, uh, completely new stacks you have to build if you get the underlying stack right. So mm-hmm. if you get the KYC, AML, fraud monitoring, transaction monitoring piece right, uh, your FDIC reporting correctly, so you the ledger piece correctly, uh, um, interest accrual, like a bunch of these tertiary functions, right? Then uh, if you launch a debit bin or a credit bin or do check issuance or ACH, card processing, those end up being like fairly small modules that sit on top of a larger uh, a backend of a financial system. Uh, so for us, like, most of our challenges come from, well, how do you execute on these pieces right? Which is how do you execute on this underlying operating system, which we call, which everyone calls the core. Uh, so how do you kind of like really get your core banking right? Um, and then every small module that sits on top of that is actually fairly incremental. Um, um, but that's not how architecturally these products are built at most companies, which ends up being the biggest challenge. Like not everyone's trying to build their core, but if everyone were to build that, then the other products are actually like fairly smaller modules that sit on top of your core in general. Okay, thank you for for clarifying that. Um, I'm curious about your perspective, given that how how many clients or how many how many firms are building on top of the API right now? Do you, have you disclosed that number? Uh, I think it's over 150, something like that. 
So uh, I assume that with some of them that you're in contact with them or many of them you're in contact with them, helping them build stuff. But um, what, are some, what are some of these companies, these tech companies, their biggest challenges, I guess, launching a financial product? Uh, yeah, that's actually a good question. It varies depending on uh, uh, what kind of product you're trying to launch. Uh, for some people, it's literally like kind of being able to quickly scale a product. So sometimes you get customers that are, uh, uh, really like just have hit their inflection point. They were like about raise some money. Uh, they have a lot of growth happening. Um, so in their case, it's less about like a new product, more about, hey, I just want to be able to scale my existing product. And the processors or vendors we've tried just haven't been able to help us get there yet. So that's like one use case. Um, then other use cases, the challenge ends up being, I already have a core product that works extremely well, and I want to be able to launch this new financial product. It could be a debit card, it could be a loan product, it could be like any of these things. And uh, I'm talking to other vendors, and it seems like it's going to take me 18 months before I can even validate uh, uh, if this product's going to work out for my customers. Can Synapse help speed that up? Uh, and then the third category ends up being, uh, what I would call like essentially just massive product innovation. So in their case, working with Synapse to figure out, okay, how does this product really fit into the grand scheme of things? And like uh, um, you'll hear about those products in the next couple of months. They're mostly surrounding loans, credit cards, things like that. Those are kind of like new product iterations that just haven't been done in the industry yet. And with Synapse, our goal is to be able to help some of our customers that really want to launch uh, some of these like new new extremely new financial products and help them get to market um, so we can like operate in those three categories like some people were helping them scale some uh, traditional financial product in some cases we're helping people kind of uh, 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 add a new product for their customer base so they can kind of like cross sell and then third category, we're kind of sitting down with some folks and saying, okay, well, it seems like you want to launch something just, that just by and large hasn't been done before. And we have all the Lego blocks, but let's still figure out how can we help you launch this product. Um, and those three places we kind of like end up spending most of our time. Interesting. And in that last case, we're actually sort of building something novel. Um, is the model for Snaps like as you build that stuff to then release it as part of the, the general API? Yeah, essentially that's what ends up being the case with us. Like we sometimes um, sit down and work with our couple, a couple of our customers uh, um, and some pieces we sit down and have a candid conversation about what pieces make sense to be at the infrastructure level and what pieces don't. Mm -hmm. And the pieces that end up being at the infrastructure level from a business perspective uh, uh, were incentivized by uh, commoditizing that more and more. So. Uh, um, we're gonna build and launch a credit card program. So we're gonna make it easier for consumer securitized credit and business securitized credits to exist. And we're, we're only able to do that because some of our customers have come to us and said, we wanna be able to launch this product. Um, so in a way we're kind of like sitting with them and saying, okay, well, we already have a loan product. We have a card issuance product. Let's get a credit bin. Uh, uh, let's kind of like figure out this just-in-time funding pieces for you. So like just figuring out these like, small tertiary items, kind of wrapping that up and saying, okay, here you go. This gives you the basic building block you need to be able to build this your credit product. Um, now, 
we'll learn from we'll learn from them they'll learn from us we'll help them get to market as quickly as we can and then we have other customers that have pretty much have a similar need if not exactly the same but which is what i said at the beginning of this for us our challenge and our goal is how can we make these uh, different endpoints generic enough where they serve a larger need uh, so even though it'll be unlikely that uh, anyone's going to want to do exactly the same thing. Uh, it's very likely that people would want to use the just-in-time funding mechanism for something else. People want to use the, the credit bin for something else. People are going to want to use the loan account for something else. And those end up being like the generic pieces that we care about. Their customers combine them in most interesting ways and build their own recipe that they want on top of that. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing some of those announcements later this year. Uh, we have time for sort of one more topic, and um, I, I know you've published your 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 product pipeline, um, your roadmap uh, publicly, uh, which you know coming from the finance industry, that's that's not widely done. Uh, I'm kind of curious, you know, what was behind decision to do that, um, and and as we have that discussion, also curious like how how you decide what goes into that roadmap and how you prioritize. Yeah, I, um, well, why did we decide to do it? Uh, we decided to do this because most people are usually secretive about their product roadmap. Um, and for us, we just wanted our customers to know what were the pieces we were working on this year. So even if they didn't want to really come and discuss that out in the open and public, uh, uh, at least they knew where our head was at. Um, so we kind of did that for our customers' sake. We said, this is going to give them an idea of, okay, well, these are the pieces you can expect from Synapse in next, like, 12 to 18 months. Um, here you go. So, like, that's why we did it. Uh, um, how we come up with what to work on next is a function of two things. It's a function of the initial mission of the company plus whatever our customers really, really want. Um, the initial mission is we want to we want to ensure that everyone across the planet has access to high class financial products. Mm -hmm. So at at any given time, we're just trying to like execute on that, which essentially is AKA Google for banking. Um, um, uh, and then the second piece is like oh, uh, talking to I tend to talk to my customers a decent bunch. Uh, so like what ends up happening is like we're talking to them and. We're like, oh, we understand some of your pain points. These are two, three things, if they existed, would have really helped you. Um, and then we kind of like work on that. Like for instance, last year we launched our uh, card issuance program with an existing processor. And, um, and then it turned out, no, we just cannot use a third party processor. Our customers want to do about these five things that we won't be able to do. Uh, so now we're launching our own processor. So this year on our roadmap, uh, and then launching direct processors uh, with Visa and MasterCard ended up becoming like extremely important for us because we really wanted to be able to deliver onto some additional functionality and a lot more stability around the card product for our customers. Um, so it always ends up being a function of that plus, okay, well, we don't just want to do this in the US, we want to do this across the planet because we are we're, we have the front row seat to realize uh, uh, enabling the builders can really democratize financial services and we've seen that in the us so we we want to make sure the same impact happens in other regions uh, which goes back to the mission which is ensuring everyone across the planet has access to high class financial products and then we try to accommodate that as well okay let's try to do a proof of concept in europe and canada this year and scale it the next year 
So it's kind of like a function about going to the mission and then also making sure we're kind of like delivering to the immediate customer needs as well. So you've got a lot on your plate. Um, you just closed, you know, a sizable funding round. Um, you're expanding both in product and in geography. Like what are, what are your biggest priorities, I guess, looking into, you know, the second half of uh, 2019? Uh, well, my priority ends up being kind of like making sure <laughs> right people are working on these things uh, 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 and then making sure the product is compelling for our customers. So kind of like building something our customers really, really want uh, and then making sure that the right people are working on it. So like that ends up being like where I spend most of my time um, kind of like hiring the right people, uh, coaching them if I need to. Um, and then just like holding the team accountable to make sure we can like deliver on the right stuff in good quality. Uh, um, um, yeah, so kind of like that ends up being like where I spend most of my time. Sankhya, it's been great talking to you. Thanks for joining us on the Cheshire Podcast today. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me.